Welcome back to another episode of Trust Me or Wrong by Robert Cressy. Today we are covering the last Eastern Conference division, which is the Southwest Division. So the teams that we'll be going over today is Washington Wizards, Atlanta Hawks, Orlando Magic, Miami Heat, and Charlotte Hornets. And then the next episode that you will hear will be starting with the Northwest, which is Minnesota, OKC. Um, who else is in that? I believe Denver is in that. Yeah, Denver, Portland, Utah. So that'll be the next one after this episode. So first thing with the Washington Wizards, Jordan Poole for most improved. He has every right and opportunity to average. I'm not going to jump to 30. I think he could be a 30 points per game score in the league, but I'm going to go with, let's see, what did he average last year? I would just be so quick to uh, record. I don't even bring up all my notes. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How much did Jordan Poole average last year? I'm pretty sure it was like 20 a game. Yeah, he averaged 20.4 points per game, four and a half assists, 2.7 rebounds, having split to 43, 33, and 87. Um, so I think he can make a jump from 20 to 25, 24. And a four-point increase from going from 20 to 24 is actually good. I would say that's a positive player. So I, I would say he's uh, he's probably not my front runner for most improved, but he has every opportunity to make an all-star and win most improved this year. Kind of like what um, John Moran did. I'm pretty sure he won most improved and was an all-star um, the same year. I could be wrong. Next thing with them is get the young guys some burn. I know they're a pretty young team in general, but there's some specific guys on that team where I feel like they haven't gotten the burn that they deserve yet. Uh, Johnny Davis, where he was drafted, I believe Johnny Davis was drafted in the lottery a couple years back. Um, Let me look at Johnny Davis as well. He was drafted 10th overall. So, yeah, he was... um, lottery pick and he only averaged 5.8 points and played 15 minutes a game so it's something that they saw that they didn't like necessarily I don't know if it's the fact that he's 6'5 and only 196 pounds I would say he needs to be at least 215 to be 6'5 that's just me Uh, if you look at Johnny Davis he is a little bit skinny but they say that he can shoot Uh, so I think Opportunity for him is the biggest thing, and adding on that weight. Um, another player who I'm really high on is uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. Bro, this man's jump shot is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. 6'9, 220. Uh, they list him as a small forward. I could see that. He takes a lot of perimeter shots. Um, only at, only played about seven 
1.3 minutes per game for the Warriors last year. Averaged about 3.9 points. And a plus 36, before I look at that, that's probably like... I mean, that's probably like 14, 15 a game. 19 a game. Yeah, per 36, that's 19 a game. But then they also, that's the thing with per 36. It's like you look at it to see someone's production if they was to get 36 minutes and try to judge off of that. Obviously, you don't just say, oh, if you just throw them in the game and play them 36 minutes, he'll get you 19 points. Um, it's kind of helpful, the, the per 36 looking at the points. But then you look at the three-point attempts per 36 minutes and he would average 13 attempts per game and make five. I mean, that I mean that's marking him down as a. Uh, I mean, he was taking two point seven a game and only averaging seven minutes. Huh? I mean, it's that's the thing with the per thirty six. That I gotta figure. I, I gotta do an episode about per thirty six players, where you look at the per thirty six and you're like, oh my gosh, get him more minutes, and he's actually done that in more minutes. And then you got guys that have a per thirty six, and you're like, wow, get him more minutes, and then he's gotten more minutes. And it's looked trash. Um, but yeah, Johnny Davis and Patrick Baldwin Jr. are two players that I think should get more burn this year. Uh, another one is their big man in the middle, Darren Gafford. Uh, Duncan Machine. He tries to block everything, dunks the ball. He's like an old school big. Um, he reminds me, he's like a springier. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say better. Because Tyson Chandler is for sure better than him defensively. Um, but I would say he's like a more of a springier uh, t- Tyson Chandler, I would say. Yeah, I would say he's like a springy Tyson Chandler. Because Tyson could like jump, but he wasn't like his second jump. He didn't, his second jump wasn't as great. Now. Daniel Gafford? Just look at the dunk he had against the Lakers last year. That just whew, reached all the way back for it, like behind his head. Uh, uh, X Factors for the Washington Wizards is just one Danny Abdia. Um, I think the league didn't know what he was. And I saw his, I saw well, one, he had a good year last year as yet to average um, double digits points wise in his career. Um, but I think he's an excellent passer at 69210 um even though he's only averaged uh he averaged 2.8 assists last year 9 points 2.8 assists uh, 6.4 rebounds still can't shoot the 3 worth a lick actually shot it worse last year 29% but i think once they stop uh once they stop trying to make him a small forward or a power forward um, I think they could see where he was. So I would use him as like a backup point guard type of thing. Because if we look at 
Once again, per 36. His per 36 looked great. 12.4 points per game with 8.7 rebounds. But if we look at his usage rate, and which I was pretty correct on, um, start off at 12, first year in the league, jumped to 16.3 and then 16.7 this year. Um, I think they might have seen something with him. So I would say look out for his usage rate to jump to maybe like 19, like 18, 19, something like that. No, no big jump because, you know, you got to remember they, they found their point guard in Tyus Jones and then they got their star in um, Jordan Poole. And then you still got Kyle Kuzma that can score. So I wouldn't say it's going to be a big jump in usage. But I would I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a lot of Abdia Kuzma pick and roll pick and pop situations. Uh, trades to look for uh, for the Wizards uh, getting Delon right on a good team. That might he honestly might be the most disrespected point guard in the league. Six five one eighty five. He is a great defender. Last year, had a bounce-back year after playing with Atlanta, only averaging four points this year, or last year with the uh, Wizards, averaged about 7.4 points per game. Not his highest. His highest was in Memphis after he was traded from Toronto. Um, What is his... Yeah, see... He... he, DeLon Wright's a great, great basketball player. He's just a pure, like a pure basketball player. Can shoot the mid-range, can shoot the three, can get to the rim, can defend, can rebound for his position, can uh, settle down the team. He's a vet. He's he's played, what, eight years in the league? Yeah, he's a vet. I think... Who does not have a good backup power? I mean, uh, point guard. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who doesn't have a good backup point guard? Um, I'm trying to do it off my head, but I would say get him to shoot. Get him to Philly. If Philly makes that move, that's kind of like a power move. That's like a little small little tweak. Or get him to Miami. There should be no reason why he's on in Washington and Miami don't have a backup point guard, let alone a starting point guard. And yes, I understand that Kyle Lowry's still on that team, but it's like, it, we'll, 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 hopefully, I'll get to that once Miami comes. We still got a couple teams to go. Uh, the other new orleans he should go to new orleans delon right to new orleans start that hashtag hashtag delon to new orleans uh the other trade i would say would be find a championship team for danilo gallinari maybe even find his way to dallas that could be helpful or some way somehow maybe he finds his way back into denver kind of like a like a home a homecoming thing i think that he could and Gallo can still play. Do not get it twisted. Gallo can absolutely still hoop. I don't understand why the uh, Celtics didn't keep him. I understand that they needed pieces, um, but he was like, he's like a legit scorer. Like a legit scorer. 
didn't play all last year. Uh, he was last time we seen him on the court was with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, but the year before that, that 2020, 2021 season, he was a part of that team where they had about nine players average double digits. Gallo can score. Like Gallo has always averaged double digits in his career, other than his uh, first year in the league with uh, with the Knicks. What's his total points for his career? Yeah, he's eleven thousand. Yeah, he can score. So I would say Gallo to like Dallas or like um, Gallo to Dallas or um, the Nuggets for sure. Is there any other team that could probably use him? Uh, New Orleans doesn't have a lot of shooting at that power four position. Um, yeah, those are probably the two teams. Uh, next team, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, is this going to be another 41 and 41 season for them? Are they just going to be mid? Or like what's what's happening with Atlanta? Like, because I have every right and I know people do this all the time, but they always put a uh, a disgruntled star in a Lakers jersey. And I could actually believe Trey Young on the Lakers. His game kind of fits that. Um But it'll be kinda green if they you know it'll be kinda green if went to LA after DeJounte just got there but I was I said another 41 and 41 season because I believe Atlanta man Atlanta's had a lot of like mid years and they were actually 41 and 41 last year I didn't even know teams could be 41 and 41 and still make the playoffs I thought the East had grown from that Honestly, they must have owned the tiebreaker between somebody or just squeezed through, and then, and then one, and of course they won the the uh, playoff uh, playing games. They actually took two games off uh, on um, on Boston, which I'm kind of surprised that happened. Uh, but all that is smoke and mirrors. I don't believe in Atlanta. Uh, I don't know what they need to do. But whatever it is they need to do, they need to do it quickly. I think, honestly, what they need to do uh, is figure out what's going on with uh, DeAndre Hunter because the time is the the time is ticking with him. Uh, if we look at DeAndre Hunter, who to me healthy is a very underrated perimeter defender. Uh, His second year in the league averaged 15 points per game, third year in the league, 13.4, got back to 15.4 this year. And honestly, if who I have on this list as well, AJ Griffin, if AJ Griffin can um, give them more, more production, more minutes and stuff like that, then I wouldn't, be surprised if they traded DeAndre Hunter uh, at the trade deadline, and that's an bruh. Any any suitable wing that is disgruntled or wants the ball a little bit more, 
just just go to Dallas. I, I can probably name you five players that can get to Dallas right now or that needs to get to Dallas. It's like DeAndre Hunter, Jeremy Grant, players like that. Three, four, four, three guys that, that, um, that are able to switch out play the perimeter, take take you off the dribble. OJ and Anobi needs to get to Dallas. Oh, Dallas just sucks. I can't wait to talk about Dallas. Um, What is Jalen Johnson doing? I was pretty high on him when they drafted him. Uh, it was kind of weird with him when he was playing at Duke. He was like, people were saying he was like the, he was legit probably like, when they started the year off that COVID year, when there were no fans for college basketball, uh, he was regarded as the best player in college basketball. And then he got hurt, and then he, and then it was weird. He sat out. He was like, he was like, man, fuck this. I, I, I ain't, I ain't finna be messing with y'all. I really don't care about y'all. And I kind of respect that, especially the fact that he did it um, at Duke, which where like players go to Duke and they just love Duke, respect Duke unless you're Kyrie Irving or Jabari Parker, you don't necessarily leave after your first year or whatnot um, only, there's only a couple cases I can say where a player has actually left Duke early and succeeded you can't even say, I mean you could throw Tyus Jones in there X Factors for Atlanta I would say DeAndre Hunter for sure needs to be healthy. Um, that was pretty much it. Trades to look at. I I think the first team that shows they need a big, they're going to go get Clint Capella. Whatever team shows that they need another big, they're going to go get Clint Capella. Uh, because it's very, uh, it's very noticeable that Atlanta is pretty much done with Clint Capella uh, because of the emergence of the backup uh, center that they have. Even though he's not really a center, he's six eight two thirty five. Uh, what's his name? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to pronounce this. Hold on. Onyeku Okongwu, the guy that played with the Ball Brothers at Chino Hills. Um, I they they think very highly of him. Last year he had a career year, nine point nine points per game. See, he's on that threshold. He's on that threshold. Once you start, once you average double digits in the league, uh, you become you know he, he looks like he's on poise to be a breakout star at his role, at his position. Uh, 9.9 points per game uh, with the 7.9 rebounds um, and uh, 1.3 blocks. I would say he's on his way to becoming the starter for the Atlanta Hawks. So I would say Clint Capella is on his way to Dallas. Or um, on here, I have him in Orlando. Right, a trade in Orlando um, because Atlanta also 
doesn't really have a good backup point guard. They just signed Patty Mills, but it's like you take Trey Young off the court, you put Patty Mills on there. No, no, no offense to Patty Mills, but it's like I feel like I feel like a good backup point guard. When you come into the game, you have to be able to do or have the ability to do what the starting point guard cannot. I, that that's just me. Um, I, I I feel like if we're talking about the best starting point guard, backup point guard tandem in the league, it has to be Boston. Boston has the best starting point guard, backup point guard combination in the league. They're also that's also the best point uh, starting point guard, backup point guard, def- defensive duo in the league with Derek Ryan, Drew Holiday. Uh, so he doesn't necessarily do stuff that Drew can't, but he it isn't. It isn't really a big dip when Derek White gets in the game. So that's why I would say uh, the Hawks should make a trade and try to find a backup point guard like Cole Anthony. Speaking of the Magic. Uh, this is a young team. Uh, Paulo and Franz uh, Wagner, the new duo, a new duo in the East. That man, Franz is so good, bro. Six ten to what? Two fifteen. Six ten two fifteen. Let me look that up. Bro is so good. They got him listed at 6'9", but he's really he's 6'10", 225. Averaged 18.6 points per game last year with splits of 48, 36, and 84. Yeah, man. Bro is good. He is good. Like, scary good. He he can create his own shot. Um, Take you off the dribble. Has the mid-range down. Three-level score already and this is only his he's going into what his third year in the league yeah he's already a three level score um, and another thing with France that I liked that I really really enjoyed was and it's kind of crazy that I was able to notice this but when it would be like late game situation for for the Magic even though they didn't win most of those late game situations but he um he was ready to take the shot. Like he was he was willing to take the shot, made the shot, took it, and all you ask for is for the guy for a guy to want to take the shot. You need to have a guy to want to take the shot. Um, look for Paulo, the other half of that duo, to take a big leap this year. Uh, Orlando is a very young but yet big team. I would not be surprised if Orlando is fighting for a playing spot. I would not be surprised at all. Not even a little. They they have the talent. Uh, Anthony Black is a very is a 198 rookie coming from Arkansas. Can get to the cup. I had a little I'm a little worried about his strength. The fact that you're 6'7 and not even 200 pounds is a little concerning. 
just because when you look at everybody that's six seven or six eight on this team they're pretty much clearing um they're pretty much clearing uh 200 the only person that isn't that's like six seven six eight is uh or that's actually going to play is Caleb uh Housden or Houston whatever you say it. 68205 but they they they're, they're going to be good. They they're going to be good. I got to make I got to make sure I, I uh make it out to a uh, a game for them. They should be good. Um, another thing I would say is they need another big man. That's why I was saying they should make that trade for Clint Capella with Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony is going to be out of there by the trade deadline. A lot of players are going to be moving uh, at the end of this uh, by the deadline this year. So you just have to wait and see, really. Uh, another thing with the Magic, I would say, is get, like I said, Cole Anthony got to go. Jonathan Isaac has to go. My homeboy Ralph said this um, in like 2020. Y'all remember when Jonathan Isaac didn't kneel for the Black Lives Matter and everything like that in the bubble? He didn't even wear the shirt? Bruh, his career has not been the same since, bro. It's actually kind of weird how correct bro was about that, bro. Like, his career has not been the same since. It hasn't. He's missed. He played 11 games this year. Averaged five points per game. Missed the previous two years. And in 2019-2020 was averaging 11.9 points per game. I honestly don't even remember what Jonathan Isaac looks like on the court. But if you just go off of his potential, this man is 6'11", 230 place the power forward but is a defensive wizard uh, extreme it, like just bruh just imagine if he was fully healthy and he that's another 611 player that the Orlando Magic have that can play on the perimeter uh, cause if we go back and look let's look they could create a lineup where it's this, and I'm, and I'm thinking tall a 6'7 Anthony Black at point guard. Um, Franz at 2, 6'9. Jonathan Isaac at 3, 6'11. Paolo at 4, 6'10. And Window Carter at 6'10. Like, come on, bro. That is a tall team. A switch. That team can switch well, probably 2 through 5. I, w- I wouldn't. I honestly, if you're, uh, honestly, you don't want Anthony Black being switched on or getting getting a switched on him. Uh huh. Sorry, I had to handle some business. Oh, where was I? Uh, Miami Heat. 
first thing they need to do is figure out who they need to be their starting point guard because they don't miss out on every potential suitor that fit their team they missed out on brad bill they missed out on drew they missed out on on dame and then you you like you were you were hovering Holly Hero in front of everybody's face and nobody wants him and now you're like uh, Tyler you want to come off the bench again? Like no bro like y'all had multiple opportunities they did there was a I saw a mock trade that got I'm pretty sure it was Dame and Ben in the same trade in the same three team trade I don't know if that would have worked like for the league or I don't know what that would have done but like I'm like come on bro like Miami you suck I'm gonna keep it real short and sweet with Miami the next thing for them is they need to apologize to Tyler Hero they absolutely need to apologize for Tyler Hero um They, yeah. Yeah, they need to apologize to Tyler Hero because they were, like I said, they were just dangling him um, around. And now they're like, come play for us. And he doesn't want to do that. No. No. They better give they, they, his usage rate better be forty two percent next year. X factor. The, the honestly the X factor for them is going to be whoever they trade for at the dead the trade deadline. Honestly, nothing else. Um, trades that they need to make happen. Go get a big man. Jesus. Next team. I hate Miami. Charlotte Hornets. Do not waste LaMelo or the Lakers will come and get him. Um, it's funny. I'm, I made this list. When did I make this list? 9-22, so September 22nd. And I put on here, trade Kai Jones, LOL, because of the Instagram stuff. And this boy actually requested a trade. And I bet you Charlotte didn't even care. But he's weird, but ain't nobody want that boy. What is Gordon Hayward doing? Honestly, I, I still like Gordon Hayward. I think he's a proven scorer in this league. I think he's not what he used to be. And I don't think he ever will get back to what he used to be. Um, but I guarantee you when I look up his stats per game, I guarantee he averaged at least 13 a game. Let's go look. Let's go look. I guarantee you that boy averaged at least 13 a game. Last year he averaged 14.7 points per game. Like that's that's still usable. Like you can legit he can legit still hoop. I don't want to hear it. Um Dallas. Get him to Dallas. Look it. Get him to Dallas. 
That's another player Dallas could use. Just, just go ahead and give up some first round draft picks for the, uh, to the Hornets and, and and go get Gordon Hayward and put him at small four for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, X Factor RTBMB is finally out of the dog pound. Get a chance to get back to prominence where he was should have won most improved and was early candidate for an all-star last year or two years ago. Um, I think I think he can legit still hoop. He obviously didn't lose anything physical wise. Just had a little setback. Um, not gonna speak on that. I don't need to. Um, but a new year for him. Charlotte should be Charlotte should be competitive. Uh, trades that Charlotte needs to make, like I said, Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. If if the sink if the ship is sinking in Charlotte, Terry, go to the Nuggets. Ooh, get him, bro. Terry Rozier off the bench for the Nuggets. Different, different scene. A a offensive threat like that come off their bench since J.R. Smith. They need to make that happen. Denver's Denver's sole purpose this year is to figure out a way to get Terry Rozier on their team. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Trust Me or Wrong by Robert Kersey. Um, like I said, the next episode I'm going to be doing is the Northwest Division. So be on the lookout for that. I appreciate all the love and support. And I will talk to y'all later. Peace.